This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I step on your mom? The Guardian Lemosa. Now on. You do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name's Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, and smashing the patriarchy co-host, Monica. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> it's going well. I'm smashing the patriarchy with my t-shirt, obviously, which I got from you. Just Yeah, so people fuck know. yeah, you are. Fuck yeah, yeah I am. Um, together with the cross stitch that I got from Liz for a while a while ago, where it also says "fuck the patriarchy," so we're doing that. I basically. love it. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I currently have a cat putting her paws into my butt, um, but I'll live. You know, it's not the worst thing. It's not the worst situation that I could be in right now. Some people pr- are probably into that, I suppose. So that's true. Yeah. It's my own fault for allowing her to be in here while recording, but she's just so cute. How can you say no? I mean, I get that. I let my nine kilo heavy because we weighed him the other day with us. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like borderline animal abuse. It's not. It's really not. But we put in his, his what is it called? Harness? Not his collar his harness on and then we had like this luggage weighing thingy and then we put we kind of weighed him like that and he has um, nine kilos now that's amazing it, it, it was a bit funniest <laughs> he didn't find it too funny but he'll he, he lived for this minute not even for these 10 seconds that i had him on that 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 luggage weighing thingy it was pretty yeah. funny actually Rory was like, like the weirdo. Weigh oh. it with like him in your arms, and then hit like you without him in your arms, and take the difference. But I mean, but for that situation, I would have to step on the scale first, which is not happening. Number one, it's not happening. The weirdo did that occasionally. I don't know why he didn't do it this time. I think he thinks it's for not like maybe for the lols, and I think he's not. He thinks it's not accurate enough, so mm-hmm. we used that one instead. He just all one day, he just like two days ago or something. He just came up and he was like, "Do we have a do we have a luggage weighing thing?" And then 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 the it took its path and that's how it ended. I mean, he's fine. It's not it's nothing going on. Rory was more panicked about this entire situation than the dog was, I think, because if he would have just been relaxed and like gave me this ten seconds, everything would have been fine. But he was like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't do this! Don't do this!" And take slow. And I'm like, "Come on, we do this now." And well, but yeah, nine kilos, and he's stepping all over me all the time with his tiny paws, and it's really heavy, yeah. and it's painful. So I get it. Yeah. What the, the things we endure for our ca- for our pets is just they are too cute. That's their problem. Exactly. Like how do you say no? You can't. You cannot say no. No. I cannot say no. 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 Get it. So I'm glad that we got to have some happy discussion because this episode, at least the first two articles, are a bit tough. But let's just introduce here because um, it's geek girl in the news. 
But yes, um, we're starting out with some articles that we need to provide a content warning for. Um, they are articles about sexual abuse and assault allegations, and it might be a bit trigger triggering for some people. So um, we will write in the show notes what time this conversation, these two articles, what time we're finished speaking about them, um, so that you can fast forward through the episode. Yes. Um, our first article is a news story that actually released, like it first became a thing just at the very end of January, um, this this news broke, but we decided that it was a bit heavy for the first month of the year, so we were going to cover it more in depth today on Geek Girl in the News for February. And um, this is about all of the women who Marilyn Manson has assaulted over the years, because there has been a lot. There has been a lot. Um, it came out initially because Evan uh, Rachel Wood, um, the actress, um, started to speak out together with four other women uh, against Manson on social media. And obviously when people like group together like this and, 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 and start to um, work together in a way, then there are more people feel brave enough to come up with more uh, with what happened to them as well. And unfortunately... There are a lot more than the four, uh, the five, together with Evan Rachel. Yeah, at current count, it looks like we're at 17 women who have come forward um, with allegations against Marilyn Manson, otherwise known as uh, Brian Warner, because Marilyn Manson's a stage name. And these abuses aren't just, like, sexual um, assault. They're also, like, psychological um abuse and domestic violence and yeah just and like fi- like physical abuse like there's ev- every type of abuse possible it sounds like Marilyn Manson is ha- has committed against these 17 women that have come forward Evan Rachel Wood the actress was 18 when um she was 18 um when they met in 2006 while Manson was 36 at the time and basically she uh, she accused Manson of grooming her already when she was a teenager and then um, uh, abusing her for several years and they dated on and off until July 2010. She said, I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I am here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. And um, I'd like to reference another article uh, where Amber Heard speaks out in support of Evan Rachel Wood um, about this. And she explains how... um, Marilyn Manson actually said in a 2009 interview with Spin um, during a time when him and Evan Rachel Wood had briefly broken up that he had once called her 158 times in a single day and that he regularly fantasizes about smashing her skull in with a sledgehammer. And 12 years ago, this was just laughed at. Like, I don't understand why this wasn't causing bigger issues like back in 2009 you know, when these words actually came out of his mouth himself, like he said these things and nothing was done about it then. (laughs) I think people don't take it seriously. In general, people often just don't fucking take it seriously when like 
things like that happen. Like, yeah. And Gemma says, because violence against women has always been minimized. And also because my Marilyn Manson is like this, has this stage persona of, of, of whatever it is that he's doing. Like, nobody is surprised when Manson says things like this in a weird way because it of has how that he shock portrays. value as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, because is it true that, or exactly. is it just shock? You know, yeah, that's probably yeah, yeah. what it was more than anything. Yeah. And also, probably. of course, because violence against women is minimized, like Gemma says. Yeah. But it's definitely the combination with, like you say, the persona that he has, which is shock and how far can he push things mm, yeah for sure um yeah and evan rachel came out with that information on instagram and then obviously a few other people followed um after that as well the one that really shocked me was um ashley walters who worked for marilyn manson as a personal assistant um because she, she describes that in the beginning, he'd put her on a pedestal and would tell her I was saving his life. Um, but he was really skilled at gaslighting his inner circle. He would dictate the parameters of our reality. Horrifying, deranged behavior and insane scenarios became normalized. It mm. felt like I was his property because he would offer me up for sexual encounters to please potential collaborators or friends. He isolated me from friends and family. He became... He frequently became violent, throwing items, including glass plates and heavy objects. It is so in, so in, I mean, they are working together super closely as a personal assistant for a, for a musician like that, of that size at the time. Like, I can imagine that they must have spent so much time together. And it's like that a time that he used a lot to gaslight her like that in the, in the, in the like most horrible sense ever basically like i mean that's what gaslighting is um making people believe things that are not real and whatever they feel is not 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 valid and not real and and just something that they make, make up in their head so he creates that reality he's also because she's her assist uh, she's his assistant he is paying her so that gives another uh, different power dynamic um all of all of that in the combination is just a power dynamic that is like unreal for for one person to even um like cope with and 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 get out of as well at the same time um sarah mcneely who was a partner to marilyn manson for a time said that she was locked in rooms when she was bad and sometimes forced to listen to him entertaining other women (sighs) just Reading through these accounts, I mean, the is list goes on and on and on and on. Like in the article that we have, there are 15, 15 examples of what people have experienced, and I think it's. I mean, the two that we read, or the three that we 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 read, are already enough. It's not that, like, we need to know all of these names. So it's um, Sarah McNeely, as you said, Scarlett Capella um, was a model and um, was abused by him. Gabriella Acarino. Um, an artist, um, Ashley Lindsay Morgan, also an actor and a model, uh, Tori Lynn, she owns a vintage clothing and jewelry, jewelry shop, um, Chloe Black is a black uh, uh, musician, um, Louis K. Bell, an artist and a writer, ba- uh, Love Bailey is a queer fashion stylist, did I skip one now? Um, Charlene Yee is also an actor. Ellie Rosewell, a lead singer of the band Wolf Alice. Saint Sasha, a model and makeup artist. Esme Bianco, Bianco, um, is best known for her act for her role as Ross in Game of Thrones. 
I don't remember mm. who that was. She was in the first season. I believe she was a prostitute in Winterfell. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Annie Abrams is a publicist. Uh, Bianca Elaine is also an actor. And in the beginning, it also said that he... Um, in the beginning of the article, it says that he also um, sexually assaulted his security guards who filed the lawsuit as well. They are not named in the article. Um Wow, he sexually assaulted them at concerts by rubbing his crotch on their heads without consent? Jeez. Yeah. Um, these, the charges were dismissed in one case and Manson reached a private settlement in the other. So, um, also the big question of, of how the fuck is that always like, I don't know. It's just so many people so often and it takes people so long to come out with that because of the stigma that is involved in, around all of this right like victims don't have enough support to come out with with their stories and other people suffer because of the because of the shame and the stigma we put put on um on um women and and everybody because again also the two male security guards it's it's not always not not only women, but of course, like mo most of the time, mostly women who who suffer from a lot of like sexual abuse and assault and all of that. Um, and yeah, every time, like it feels like we're we're walking around in circles with this all the time. Like we have one of this, we have one scandal after another after another, and people are then just, oh my god, how can this happen in the industry? And it happens again, and it happens again, and it happens again. So, um, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's to say at least it only took ten years now, unlike Bill 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 Cosby, where it took like thirty years, forty years for people to come out. But we need to be better than this. We need to um, listen better, and we need to believe the victims and not shame them into silence. Basically. Yeah. Well, I just want to say as well, Monica, that these um, allegations go back to nineteen ninety five. Um, because that's when Bianca Elaine states that uh, Manson forcibly kissed her when she was 16 mm -hmm. years old and he was in his mid-20s. And then they had a relationship yeah. where he would routinely humiliate her. Yeah. And so like, we're not looks... get really getting any, it's not really getting any better. No, but the difference is that we're talking about it now more publicly. People are calling out their abusers. And, mm. you know, I think Hollywood is saying, on the whole, enough is enough. We're speaking out against this. Um, it's not enough. Yeah. But at least, like, these conversations are, are finally being had. Um, and unfortunately, we have a second one, um, to talk about. And this one definitely much more connected to our beloved geek universe. Because it is mm -hmm. Joss Whedon, the man that we all used to love and love everything he produced because the Whedon first could do no wrong. Except that it can yeah. do a lot wrong. So, um, go ahead. Josh Whedon. I wish I knew which the first article. Oh, I, I can talk because um, it's not actually linked here. Charisma Carpenter, who played, um, oh my gosh, her name has just Cordelia. <laughs> it was just like. Oh, yeah. I knew something <laughs> with something with C and was like, what was it again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Couldn't. Cordelia. Uh, she released a statement on Twitter uh, just maybe two weeks ago talking about the abuse that she received on the set of Buffy and Angel from Joss Whedon um, to the point that she was humiliated. She was um, emotionally abused. She was fired just like days after she gave birth to her child. Um, so like she, she had her employment rights, you know, <clears throat> you know, completely denied. Um, and since 
speaking out, um, Amber Benson, who played Tara on Buffy, she also has come out um, saying that, you know, these abuses happened to me as well. Like I was, I was abused on the set of Buffy and yeah, there's been a lot of support for Charisma and Amber and obviously we're all probably a lot sadder to hear this news f- coming from somebody that we respected, that I respected quite a lot as an, as like a director. Um, then like, it doesn't, it, I don't know. It's, it's more shocking about Joss Whedon than like Marilyn Manson. Cause it's almost like the person, it, it's just like, oh my goodness. It's like this persona, like, okay, you can almost expect it coming from someone like Marilyn Manson, but Joss Whedon seems like such a great guy. And it's like, okay, well, if I have that opinion, so do so many other people. And it takes strong women to uh, speak out against it. It's difficult, like not diff- more difficult. It's like, there are so many things about this that are like, number one, everything that Joss Whedon creates, it kind of, uh, resulted in this fandom once again where he was put on that super pedal stool where it was like he can do no wrong because he created this is feminist saga about this one girl and Buffy and everything so it must be everything must be great because he is the one that is behind all of that so that puts people in the put him also a bit like Rowling, right? In the on the on this place of 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 superiority of 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 you can't touch him because he's so great and it just shows once again that people are just fucking people and especially those who you put on these particular pedestals are the ones that are gonna tear the fucking shit down once again because the, of the way everybody lets them treat people um um yeah Gemma says in chat that Whedon has been known to be an abuser for a while and it kept circling in and out of the news I hope it doesn't um so circle cycle away this time again um yeah and it's as you as 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 Gemma says it's it's because of the things he create he has created it like gets overlooked once again and I do think there are way more and especially in Hollywood and especially in the, in the entertainment industry where it's so important how you look and what you do and 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 that they it's so easy to threaten people um with their success and their livelihood because of the way they look and because of what they do and and what they do for you as a person because you pull the strings there is so much once again so much power involved in everything that it's so easy for people who are in that power, like Joe Sweden, in, in the place of in the spot of the director, or what exactly it is that it, that he did, I don't know at the moment. But um, just to say, just to create the world around him based on the power that he got that he couldn't handle in a way. Um, and yes, Tom and Chet says, celebrity worshipping makes me sick sometimes, especially when something like this comes out and people still defend them. Yes, 100%, absolutely. Um, and abusers need to be held accountable and that it comes up again and then goes away again this just shows once again how 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 much more we need to talk about this how much how much um more awareness we need to create because it can't be the can't be like it's just impossible that people and i know that sometimes that working environments changed over the years and that it went from something that is more authoritarian to something that is more democratic in a way and and that's all but we are in 2021 now and authority and authoritarian working styles don't work and especially not when there is like abuse like abusers involved and there 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 is there is like psychological warfare involved in in a way so 
And it has nothing to do with what they create. Like, it has everything to do with what they created, but also the way that we put them on a pedestal, we also can take them down again, and we need to take them down because um, it, in the end, it's a story, and people can create stories, and then it's about it's about sometimes possibility more than anything else. That doesn't mean that they are the best person. They just were at the at the right time they knew the right people and they had the right idea at the time that doesn't mean that somebody else a better human and a woman a person of color uh, a, a queer person couldn't have written a better story those those were just the people in power at the time and we need to tear those power structures down once and for all so smash the fucking patriarchy amen and it's a, a lot of the men also from the Buffy set came um, like spoke out about this as well. Um, how even the working environment was was horrendous there too. So it was not it wasn't. And that's just always something where I'm like <sighs> that I don't get in a in a whole in this. Is it because of the money and the power that Hollywood just can create situations where where it's just horrible for people to work in? Like you hear from so many series as well that they've produced where it's just like pressure and like psychological warfare in a way um and i'm like is that what's going on always behind the scenes of the cheesy and stories that you watch on tv like and is there no other way to 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 do this i don't know it should be and there needs to be and but i totally agree and i think that throughout the years there's been a culture of abuse ingrained in hollywood like people just kind of expect it that you you work for for shit like peanuts pay to get started and you're going to be treated like shit and if you've got like a lower um like a lower rank quote-unquote rank on the Mm -hmm. show you're going to be walked on especially by the people who have more power in the show and stars will automatically start treating you like shit because that's how they were treated when they were at the bottom and it's just like this cycle of power and abuse that just is perpetuated until people start stepping up and saying enough is enough we're not doing this anymore mm. Mm. um and i think like I'd, i can't remember we have we have a lot of articles about this um about the joss joss whedon abuse but one of the stars said that uh he treated the buffy set like a high school like there was a hierarchy and um there was favoritism and punishment like almost like detention um and yeah just like quite a i mean things like I, I have the article in front of me where it's like um one of the staffers who worked closely with the actor and the actor in question right there is um michelle trachtenberg um no carpenters hang on um from Carpenter, so that was Cordelia, basically. Um, she said that the staffer who worked closely with her said that she w- there was a very, very bad, mean-spirited and verbal abuse. Um, and sources also uh, waded into allegations from Michelle Trachtenberg, who is... Berg. Oh, the... What's Dawn. her face? Dawn. Dawn, yeah. Um, that she and Whedon were not allowed in the same room together alone. Like... Mm. There was a lot of effort made around uh, by those around Trachtenberg to ensure that the young actor was never alone with him. And as Gemma mentions, Hollywood is a combination of sex, power, and money, and that's where abuse thrives. Yeah. And Michelle Trachtenberg also posted, while I'm proud to have my name associated with Buffy Summers, I don't want to be forever associated with the name Joel Sweden. Joel that's Sweden. Sarah Michelle Geller came forward with this statement. Michelle Trachtenberg then from her Instagram account. Then oh, she uh, said Sarah it. Michelle yeah. Geller. 
Okay. Um, I'm more focused on raising my family and surviving a pandemic currently, so I will not be making any further statements at this time, but I stand with all the survivors of abuse and I'm proud, for them, proud of them for speaking out. And followers are unable to comment on the story, but um, yeah, Michelle Trackenberg reshared um, Sarah Michelle Geller's mm-hmm. statement saying like, we know what he did behind the scenes. Um, and she also said, thank you, Sarah Michelle Geller for saying this. I am brave enough now as a 35 year old woman to repost this because this must be known as a teenager with his not appropriate behavior. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like Gemma said earlier, this, this knowledge of Joss Whedon being an abuser was known and it kept cycling in and out of the news. Um, I do hope that now that, you know, the entire cast of Buffy and uh, the showrunners, um, Marty Noxon spoke out saying that, like, she's validating their stories. And with all of these people speaking out um, and Buffy being such a huge, a a huge thing and, like, has such a cult following, like, I don't think that this can be taken away. Again, it's it's out there. There's too many people talking about now, too many public figures talking about it now. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, I don't think that it's possible to just ignore it anymore. It's kind of so sad. You know, like there I know there are a lot of people coming out and like supporting supporting the claims and everything, but all but even when you read them in a way you feel it feels like sometimes it seems to take them so long still. Like it seems to to be such a such a then there must be so much power involved still in this entire situation that people and actors are still not actors and actresses both alike uh, are still not super comfortable with just with going out there and being like yes i support you 100% like it always seems to like th- there is this yeah there is this 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 vagueness about it there is this yes i support you and i'm heartbroken and whatever but i'm like you're heartbroken you've been there as well like why are you you know why are you heartbroken now that seems like such a weird thing to say in a moment where where you're like you must have experienced this as well so 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 that's just sometimes where it gives me this bit of there must be so much still going on that people are just not like fully out there being like I experienced this as well. This is what happened, and this was horrible, and and tear down Joe Sweet and like you know, it's just like still this this fear of 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 negative um, things that is attached to all of that, and it's like kind of like it's so great. It's great that it came out once again. Um, yeah. Yeah, Gemma says, it's still such an uphill battle. There's so much that gets muzzled before it reaches us. The layers of power in the industry are so complex. It's so hard to gain footing and so easy to lose it. Abusers know that and use it against people. Yeah. It's because it's always the people in power. It's like why Weinstein could do what he did for years because he was the one in power and he he knew who to contact and he knew who to who to not, like, like he had no job after you've, like, didn't do what he wanted you to do basically mm-hmm. it's just <sighs> such a horrible fight that we still have to keep on fighting and that the everybody there needs to keep on fighting and it's not something that is only happening in hollywood it's obviously also something that is happening everywhere and like could be your neighbor could be your could be your family could be anyone like people suffer through through abuse and domestic violence and sexual violence all the time and it's they also need to be empowered to um like be able to get out of the situation and 
be able to um, get free from their abuses and talk about it. And yeah, it's shit. So we need to talk about it more. We need to talk about it. Name your abusers if you feel safe to do so. Speak about it. We support you. We stand with victims. Yep. <sighs> yeah, those were two hard topics for this month. I mean, yes. there are still a few not so happy topics, but um, um, yeah, not, your, not, your sexual assault with. content warning is is over. <laughs> yeah, but moving on, moving on <laughs> to, to another happy topic. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> racism. Maybe we should also content warn for racism. Here we go with the racism news. I don't know why this month is so heavy. It was so short, February, but it's still so much much happened again. Okay, so this next article comes from uh, was submitted in our Discord channel by Tom um, from Through Extra Lives, our moderator, and it's uh, an article uh, entitled "World of Warcraft's Community is Grappling with Allegations of Widespread Racism in Its Top End Rating Guilds." I mean, as if we didn't already know that Warcraft is a very, very toxic and racist gaming platform full of very, very toxic and racist gamers. Now we have photographic evidence. Um, so earlier, um, a couple weeks ago, it says earlier this week, and the article was written six days ago, so let's say mid-February, an image gallery containing 70 screenshots uh, began circulating that showed 16 members of Raid Guild's clout gang and distant dollars um, instant being... Instant dollars? Instant dollars. Why did I say distant? <laughs> I mean, they're also distant, I suppose. <laughs> Is an instant dollar ever distant? <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's a philosophical question. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's not this kind of podcast today, Monica. (laughs) Um, So the images came from uh, those two guilds. um, So including private Discord servers and in-game chat show members of the two guilds frequently using the N-word and making jokes about murdering black people in addition to homophobic and se- sexist comments. They do Those two are apparently the biggest guild in the WoW raiding scene. So they're both top tier raiding guilds and um, on their on the servers that they're at. And yeah, it's, we have an article and screenshots are included in the article. There is a warning in the article itself when they come up. So you are warned there as well. Um, and... I don't even think we need to be like super super specific about it. Like they they're like very very visual at the same time using all the words that you clearly um that they should never ever use ever. Um they came out on the subreddit and moderators in- initially deleted the posts, but um yeah, it still still came out and and um made around. And I would just like to maybe add that Apparent. I don't even necessarily think that's something that's only going on in the WoW circles. Though I know that there are like we have people in our community who have experienced like hardcore abuse as a woman in WoW just for I don't know being a woman or uh, daring to play on WoW or not not following the rules that WoW gamers ask from other gamers on how to play a fucking video game or whatever. Um, I think there's generally this really, really dark side of gamers as well that is like <sighs> ridiculously racist, sexist, homophobic and and just uh, a pathetic bunch of lonely little humans who are sad and depressing and have nothing else to do with their lives and go out and like 
punch down when to make themselves feel better and they only do that by harassing other people because of the color of their skin the people the that they sleep with or 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 the ability that they have and who they love and or what gender or sex that they have and i don't know i don't think it's merely down to 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 the wow um circle it's something that we've experienced like recently with with one game in in another channel that we were playing at we just locked in into a random lo into a random lobby and the first thing we heard was the n-word so and they didn't even know who they were playing with it's just something that just generally shoots out of other people's asses sometimes occasionally and is is just unacceptable and it also just needs to fucking stop yeah i wholeheartedly agree with that and um i would like to you know just bring up the culture that does exist within like warcraft specifically um from this article where one commenter on redditor on on redditor on reddit said <laughs> that um they were sad that this is just now becoming news top north american guilds have been super racist and sexist and offensive for such a long time i remember applying to those top 20 north american guilds and they would ask questions like we are adults you must be able to handle adult language such as the n-word used in a casual way and many raiders couldn't stream on Twitch because of how much open racism there was on Discord, Discord during raid times. Like, <laughs> there was just recently. Who was it? Uh, it came up on my on my Twitter feed, and this the, where, where there are people outwardly racist in a, on their own stream and then they get called out that they're openly racist on their own fucking stream and then they uh, uh, then they post this absolute non-apology where they kind of uh, where they kind of just defend themselves by saying it was all in the heat of the fucking moment and as Jim also says stories are not adult languages has nothing to do uh, whether you tell someone to fuck off once or whether you can you you like discriminate against them with the words that you use for like for the people you're playing with or people that you're also not playing with i'm just so fed up with the notion that people cannot turn their brain on for two fucking seconds because their emotions took fucking over it's the same reason why i'm all why i'm d detesting the fact that people say that um i don't know men can just do whatever they want or can it men are so aggressive because of their hormones or whatever it's like we're living in the 21st century we century we're all fucking homo sapiens who are like already moved far enough away from being monkeys in a cave or whatever and we have the ability to think so and nothing in our like there is there is no fucking excuse for me that that anything hormones or emotions can just take over your 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 ability to not be a fucking asshole and that is just not that is just no excuse for me whatsoever and it's just pathetic little not being responsible not not being responsible for your own actions and i'm 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 done with it because you can decide what you do in your life it's not in everything with you that is so all suddenly taking over you or whatever um so just just skip that fucking excuse because it's not an excuse it's just you being super fucking pathetic a fucking man <laughs> and let us stop and by us i mean let this gaming culture stop like grooming racist behavior and like actively recruiting racists because it's disgusting and like seeing that for example that this guild these guilds in question were actually like saying like we're racists we use the, the these, this violent language um and you need to be okay with it and 
preferably participate in it if you want to be involved. Yeah. Yes. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. I need to add the song here. Well, <laughs> I don't know what Son that song is, bitch, but I would like to hear it. Did I never send you this song? It's the best song ever. It's going to play at my funeral. I already told my nephew I want it there. <laughs> Amazing. I need to hear it. Please send it to me. Um, Alicia, I just, I love you. Um, I'm going to read your comment out loud because it's beautiful. Um, Alicia in chat says, I wasn't a skilled or frequent gamer growing up, but I loved games and had such a bad view of gamers because of this behavior, what we're talking about with Warcraft. Um, actually, geek herring was my gateway to finally seeing and moving within a positive gaming community. And I love you all from it. I love you, Alicia. I'm so glad that you're here and that we've, that's, that, I mean, like, that's, that's why we do this is, is for that. Thank you. We love your face, Alicia. Even though I can't, I, I can't uh, win against you in PUBG, but I, I, uh, it was so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving swiftly forward. To more racism. <laughs> to more racism. Um, because the Hollywood foreign press who gives us a house gives out, this is when my languages merge with each other and I just use a random German one in the middle of it. Um, As we do. When Hollywood fucking press once again just cannot manage to have a one member out of, or like a few members um, within their 87 members who are black. Because if 87 members in the Hollywood foreign press and not a single one of them is black. And we're yeah. in 2020 once again. It feels like we have this fucking conversation every year. We mm -hmm. have like the Oscar conversation about the Academy Awards. We have we have the global uh, uh, what the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes global Globes Gold <laughs> which is Globes. which is uh, who who the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is. They they do the Golden Globes. In case yeah. Monica wasn't clear on that. Aren't they also who is doing the who is doing the Academy Awards then? Pass. Is that also, isn't that also something? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't pay, pay a lot of attention to, like, this side of Hollywood. And I probably should because then I can talk about it more, like, <laughs> more better. <laughs> it but, feels um, like there is yeah. always, it always goes in fucking circles. Number one, also Gemma says we talk about everything being too white every six months. And it's just so fucking annoying. Preach. Yes. And then it's like... People have the awards, then they uh, they happen, then they get called out on it. Then the next time they are like super over, say they're like nominating every black person they have and, 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 and whatever, which is great because everybody fucking deserves to be recognized for what they do and especially black creators and black actors and black everything because there's this amazing things that's happening. And then that's like gets put into like people acknowledge that more the next time around. And then the next time they suddenly once again seem to forget that there are black people on this planet. And then we, we, we were back to square one once again. And like, what the fuck is that even? It's <sighs> bullshit. And it needs to change. Like it, it is such this cycle. It's like award nominations. Where are the black people? We need more black people. Okay, don't worry. We're going to do black people. Award nominations. Where are the black people? Oh, yeah, we need black people. We're going to get more black people. Award nominations. Where are the black people? And I'm like, okay, we're sick of this. Actually, like, have a diverse awards and award nominations members. Like, come on. It's not that hard. What I don't get is, like, 
there are so many people like that are even there it's always news like every time it's news every time people speak out about it and there are so many amazing creators already like Ava DuVernay who is like making the best um all the amazing documentaries and all the amazing series and she's like out there and he's she's she's showing what black black people can do and what's going on and all of that and there is Ellen Pompeo who is calling out all of this constantly all the time as a white person that she knows she needs to step up and do this and demand it and demand a more diverse cast and demand everything be more diverse because she's mm -hmm. in the position of power in the moment and still people don't like <sighs> don't do it don't get it it's just annoying it's such a such a such a pain honestly yeah and uh, so let's look out for it the oscar nominations are like our oscars are probably happening soon so we will see if there is will be some changes hopefully hopefully just like you know all the time that this happens but most of hollywood is speaking out against this and saying like we need more representation we need more diversity and it's not just black actors and and directors and producers it's it's everyone it's like white people and um, other people of color like yeah. saying there just needs to be more representation we can do better Gemma says the problem is that we need to support black culture and non-white cultures from the ground up but it's all based on money and white folks keeping money capitalism is inherently racist and we cannot achieve racial justice within it and I'm dead set on that yes I mean talking about capitalism is an entirely different podcast and I'm here for it um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it starts with every like as Gemma says at the foundations of everything, yeah. and from the, and there needs to be funds made available and not money is always circulating in the place where money is already available, right? It hardly ever gets into mm -hmm. gets into the gets into places where there is no money, and then people can make money. Money is always around money, basically, and then just creates more money, but it's never trying to hardly ever do people of power and people with money try to support people that are lacking of whatever it is and that they need like power visibility um money everything um so that needs to change it does need to change but we do have some kind of good news on the racist racism front and that is that star wars are taking a stance against one of their actors who said some very offensive things and has been removed from the franchise yes <sighs> so if you've watched the mandalorian you probably kind of fell in love with um cara dune who was like this badass warrior rebel woman who was just like just being a badass bitch there um and then until it turns out that she wasn't in real life she just wasn't Yep. Not only was she a Trump supporter, Gina Carano is also a horrible piece of toxic garbage. Yes. <laughs> she posted on social media that uh, degraded people based on their cultural and religious identities. Um, she inferred that being a Republican today is like being Jewish during the Holocaust. Um, she shared a meme uh, criticizing mask wearing during, the, during COVID. She's sharing false information about voter day. fraud. <laughs> and Star Wars and Disney are like, bye, girl, bye. Bye, girl, bye. I mean, honestly, I'm loving it that this, because Disney just like has every money in the world, right? They could just, um, 
say fuck this and then still have things going on. But they didn't in this case. And I'm very glad for that, that they then just decided to, um, yeah, not employ her anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Disney and Lucasfilm. It is also her, um, her talent agency, United Talent Agency, who have also dropped Gina Carano as a client. So I don't know. This is a glimmer of good news, I think, like that people are being held accountable for their actions um, and that companies that we love are taking a stand and saying like, no, we're, we're not, we're not allowing this behavior, whether it's been allowed in the past or not, it's not allowed anymore. And we're taking a stand against it. I think those are like p big companies like this could make like so many bigger steps. Like they could do so much more with with all the things they're doing like they create like 90 percent of the entertainment that we consume every day like if you look into disney plus right now all the stuff that is there it's they either bought something and they, they owned like what 90 percent of the entertainment industry is now mm -hmm. so it's just really <sighs> on the one hand it's like yeah great that you made this one step but also it's also quite a pathetic step to fire only one human when you could just create something that is has more impact than that that has more impact that that creates opportunity for black people for for queer folks for everything you have one short movie about a gay couple on disney plus where is the rest like give us more there is one movie that soul now is the next pixar movie that is like has a black cast and that's still probably not super ideal in how it's portrayed and everything so you can't do better than this but thank god at least you throw the piece of shit out when it's yeah arising, absolutely so. like i'm not saying at all that they can't do better no. um because we can all do better always all the time mm -hmm. but i think that this very public firing of gina carano for being a piece of trash garbage um is setting a precedent for other companies yeah. that you know it's not okay to ha to employ people who are openly racist openly like horrible horrible people like, i don't well, want to go through everything that she said again because i don't but like <laughs> <laughs> it just shows that your actions also have consequences and I think mm -hmm. that is also important for people to know that it's not just because it also sets a precedent precedent in a way that is like everybody feels so and that's that was so problematic when Trump was still president because when the president is openly racist it makes it so much more so much easier for people in the public to be like, but when the president can say this, I can say this as well. Like this is there, there is no taboo going on here. And when they, the, they those are people of power and uh, like actors are also seen as people of power and it's something that is like way beyond like normal people and beyond us normal folks in life. So, so it just shows that this is not okay. And it, if you're a racist and if you're a piece of shit and if you're, you're, like do so much crap that she's publicly doing it has a consequence like it's not like but i posted this shit on facebook and my boss fired me no it shows that yes you cannot just be a a, a, a dick and expect the people to that employ you to still employ you and that's also something that 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 is the case for for hollywood in the case mm -hmm. you'll be glad to know that we are finally out of content warning territory <laughs> and we saved the best for last okay because we knew that this episode was trigger heavy and also heart heavy so 
drum roll please for our last two news stories that are delightful. Good news that we're talking about is The Last we- of Us 2 and go ahead. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. We have starring actors for The Last of Us, which is coming to HBO, and I'm fucking excited. Not only because we have... I mean, The Last of Us is a like video game, if you don't quite know, that has like... It had the second part, just came out last year, and it was like highly praised already before like The Last of Us. People just generally left The Last of Us, and The Last of Us 2 is like... Um, on the one hand, super great for queer representation. On the other hand, really shit for queer representation. So it's like highly acclaimed, but also highly criticized. Um, there is a first. There is. It was the first AAA game in a way where you had like queer a queer couple as the main characters, and it was just that they that's that like it, there was nothing to it besides the f- that, that it was not the fact that. They, their gay w- was not super hyped or whatever. It was just a, a gay couple in an AAA video game, which was great. However, the trans representation in the in the game wasn't that great in comparison. So it like has this this high of being like, yay, a, a, a gay couple, but also shit trans representation. However, um, there since there is a video coming out, like a video a show coming out now, they cast the main actors. And actresses. Yes, we have our current favorite, Pedro Pascal, playing Joel, and Bella Ramsey, who you might know from play uh, from Game of Thrones, where she played Leona Mormont, um, playing Ellie. I was just so fucking confused for a second because I know that there is the actor, that there is also the, the oh god, my brain, yeah, the one Ramsey who's ba- playing <laughs> Ramsey in in, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's the station, but that's her actual name. So yeah, that's her yeah, name. That was like mainly co- wow. Um, yeah. But yeah, those two are playing Joel and Ellie, and we are so here for it. Pedro Pascal is just besides the Wonder Woman accident, which is just like absolute bullshit. He's just one of the honestly starting to become one of the favorite my favorite actors of all time. Like of recent times to be honest mm-hmm. because not only is he like <sighs> he played in game of thrones i already forgot what what, what his name was in there he played in uh, uh the mandalorian, mandalorian. <laughs> and he also played in narcos i think i haven't seen that one um and he's just an amazing actor and he's also like pro lgbtq rights all the way because he has a trans sister and mm-hmm. he's like the most supportive one of all like she said that he was the most imp- like his reactions were just so amazing and so perfect that we're like yay fuck this and he's just the best um and yeah i always loved bella ramsey in game of thrones because she was just such a badass bitch there and i loved her yeah and she was also in season two of His Dark Materials, the BBC adaptation of the Philip Pullman series. So lots going on here. And I'm, I don't know, really, really excited about this. Um, we don't have a release date yet, but it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's been, it's been announced. It's coming up on HBO and, you know, hopefully it's going to be good. I, I can't yeah. see it being not good with these two actors. Yeah. I'm curious how they're how they're pulling it, um, how they're gonna pull it. To be honest, I don't know too much about the first part because I mainly just read through it about what what is going on and what is happening um, in the first part. But I'm like, 
if it's a, a, a The Walking Dead 2.0 or something, I'm not sure how much I enjoy it. But we will see, I suppose. A lot of zombies, a lot of things, but trusting in Pedro Pascal's skill to be like an amazing Joel. I can totally see that for him, honestly. Mm-hmm. I agree. And in our final bit of delightful news, we're talking about my favorite person, and that's Henry Cavill. <sighs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. He knows. It's it's fine. Um, yeah, Henry Cavill, our favorite. I don't I don't even know what what he's he's so much so much so many favorite. He ticks so many favorite boxes. To be honest, he's a favorite Witcher. He's a favorite Superman. Maybe not Amanda that much, but he's like. I, just, I don't know anything about that. He's, he's our favorite pers- geek. He's our favorite gamer, and he's our favorite bum. I say that because I have a picture of the Witcher's bum as my phone screen, basically. Uh, anyways, um, he <laughs> Others posted would have said on... he's a favorite butt cheek or whatever, butt chin or whatever. Um, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> what All of the things. He's just our favorite. He's delightful. And he's in a secret new project, which he posted on Instagram, where he's like, you know, getting hair and makeup done and reading a script. And it's the script is not clear, but of course the internet has gone sleuthing. And used technology to make the words appear clearer on the script. And the internet has determined that it very well could be Mass Effect. It very well could be Mass Effect. And that's like interesting news, especially because um, just very recently it uh, came out that Mass Effect gets like a re release or a remaster in a way. Like, not really super remaster, like they're improving things, but they're rolling it out again for people to buy so it would be an interesting time for a TV series to be honest if they also already roll out the games for it Mm -hmm. so it was way back in 2010 that Legendary Pictures who uh, produced The Dark Knight and Spider-Man acquired the film rights to Mass Effect and you know maybe we're gonna get a movie or a TV show the Dark Knight was one of the best Batman movies of all fucking time. Agreed. If they are making Mass Effect, I'm already in the air. So, we yeah, we've got a lot Cavill of speculation. Like... I know. Could he be Commander Shepard? We can hope. Unfortunately, they haven't played Mass Effect. So, I don't know. I know that there is like, there are, I don't know anything about the story. All I know is that there are two versions. So you can play, it can be a femme ship and you can be a, a male ship, basically. So that's kind of interesting for, because people don't know how that will play, play, play out in the end. But, I mean, Henry Cavill all the fucking way. Uh, so, yeah, watch this space because you better believe that we'll be the first ones reporting if this is, is happening. Because, um, you know, the, the Henry Cavill fangirling is fucking real. Yes, he just needs to... Honestly, all I want from him is that he builds me a PC. That's it. That's that's what I want. That's Honestly, that swayed me. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's a nice witcher and he's a great superman. But honestly, building the PC, that's all I need from life. Literally, Swan. all I need from life. Yeah, I need, like, I need this. Uh, I need a, a, a water spray in front mm-hmm. of me, too. Like, <sighs> I'll fan you down. Henry Cavill. Thank you very much for fanning me down. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, um, there you go. That's, That's what it. we're waiting for. That's the last news of the day. And sorry it was so content heavy, but thank you very much for listening. Yes, and for being um, here. Thanks for being here. If you made it all the way through to the end, 
you're pro. Thank you. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, we would obviously love to hear your opinions on these news stories. You can find links to them all in the episode show notes, uh, which are available on your favorite podcatcher or on our website. So thanks. We'll see you again next week for another amazing episode of Keep Caring. If you like this episode of Keep Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Keep Caring and over on keycaring.com. 